Assalamualaikum family. Pretty much just means peace be unto you. Peace and blessings to all out there. I pray all is well. Uh, this is episode two of Tech Building Podcast. When the devil tries to keep you down, you show up with the strategy. That's our that's our little that's our slogan. You know what I mean? And um, so this episode today is going to be about art and originality. This was this was a real difficult uh, title to come up with because it kind of encompasses so many different kind of um, elements. You know what I mean? That I'm passionate about. Like one of those being competition. But I felt like with the with the first episode, I kind of touched on competition a little bit, and I kind of wanted to delve more deeply into. Um, Art and originality. Now, this might be a two-part episode, but let me see what I, where I get to um, with this part one. So, the first part, the first thing I wanted to talk about on this particular topic. So, really, what art and originality really mean to me? Now, art—that's a pretty. That's kind of like I don't want to say it's kind of like self-explanatory, but art is kind of like one of those kind of things where. Is, it really is in the eye of the beholder. You know what I mean? So according to Google, art means the expression or application of human creative skill and imagination, typically in a visual form such as painting or sculpture, producing works to be appreciated primarily for their beauty or emotional power. Wow, I, I think that definition is um, actually pretty powerful. And I think, I, I don't know if I could actually word that any better myself. When I think about art or artistic expression it's really very much similar to what that definition is really saying i think it articulated better to me it's just you expressing yourself really in a refined manner that is involving a craft of some sort you know what i mean so i'm i'm a chef by trade i'm really i really love being a chef i've been cooking professionally for about i think i'm closer to 15 years than i am to 10 years so um I really, really, really love the culinary field. A quick story about how I even got into the culinary arts um, was the day after, <laughs> the day after I graduated high school, my mother would wake me up every single day and she would say, "You're not, you're not gonna lay around in my house." You, you're gonna you're gonna go out and you're gonna get yourself a job you know what I mean and she did it every single day so I would I would watch I would find myself watching Emeril Lagasse you know what I mean um Mr. Bam himself and also I really like this show called Good Eats by uh, Alton Brown and I remember I think for Christmas that year I ended up getting a like they my, my mom or my sister got me uh like an Alton Brown Good Eats DVD and I really loved it and you know what I mean? And one other thing, a funny note about my sister too, like she used to make this thing back in the day. I think they call it like Toad in a Hole or whatever. I'm pretty sure it has a whole bunch of different names. And I got to take a sip of water because it's hot as heck. Excuse me. Yeah, so she would make this thing called Toad in a Hole where it's pretty much just a piece of toast with an egg in it. You know what I mean? But I used to love it. And I used to kind of be like blown away at how it, how it was made. You know what I mean? So I, I that was like one of my first introductory things to the culinary world. So after a while, I just sat back and said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and give culinary school a try. And man, it was the best decision that I ever made. I really enjoyed it. I just love everything about the culinary game. You know what I'm saying? I love being in a restaurant, especially during the wintertime. It's like one of my favorite things to do. I love prepping my station. I love working busy lines and things like that. I'm not going to go a whole lot into my into my history, a little autobiography, but just to give a, a brief 
um, anecdote to how I even ended up in the field. And also, and this is a, a like, a, 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 I guess you would say like a subtitle or something that's going alongside with art that I'm not a rapper, but I love, 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 love hip hop. I love hip hop. I love rap very much. It's something that I'm very, 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 very passionate about. I love every element of the hip hop world. And I'm especially fond of being what they call an MC. You know what I mean? I was telling my bro Dre the other day, like the first rap song, the first two rap songs that I ever remember hearing and really knowing and loving was You Know My Steez by Gangstar. And my uncle, well, he's really my godfather, but we was in we was in his car, his BMW, and we listened to Streets is Watching by Jay-Z. And the emotional connection that my godfather had to Streets is Watching, it was so profound. You know what I mean? And the my mom letting me rap the lyrics. I'm at like I'm like six years old, rapping the lyrics with the curse words to you know my steez. So like that was just a fine hip hop memory. Um for me, you know what I mean? And so just to kind of put a, put a uh, close on that point, yeah, art to me is just pretty much just expressing yourself in your way in a refined manner in regard to a craft, you know what I mean? And so that it's kind of open-ended, it's kind of abstract, but I really find it important that we keep in mind the principles of whatever field that is that we're um, venturing in and we want to express ourselves in, in an artful manner. So yeah, going on to what, what I really want to talk about today, why I'm so passionate about originality. I'm, I'm a huge, like, I feel like I'm, I feel like some of my, my friends be like tired of me with this, this situation. Like <laughs> my friends don't want to hear about me and originality anymore. You know what I mean? Because I just go so hard for it. And I just think the reason why I go so hard for it is really because, well, one, and this is something that I realized later on, like in my, in my adult life, you're generating a spiritual connection. So when you see that painting or when you listen to that, that, um, that orchestra or you hear that opera singer, you taste that dish, you know what I mean? It creates a spiritual connection, a memorable connection is accompanied with whatever form of that art that you, you know what I'm saying, that you took in, that you ingested. And so I think it's very important that an artist, one, because I feel like you are doing your art because you love to do it. You know what I mean? You're not, it's not like you got an accounting job or, you know what I'm saying? Like you work as a, as a, a, a trash, a trash truck man. And you just doing that because you got to pay bills. It's a means to an end. Whenever you're exercising your art, it should be purely for the passion. So if you're, if you're doing something and you're presenting yourself, your art to the world, to people and you're showing somebody else's work or you're, you're, you're imitating somebody else's work. It's like, why are you even doing it? You know what I mean? Like, why are you even here with doing it? But I want to put a, a short pin in there. I'm going to come back to that. Another reason why I'm just so passionate about originality is 
Now, as I'm, I'm, a, I'm a member of Nation of Islam, you know what I mean. So we we are taught we understand that the black man and woman is the original man of the of the universe. Right? You know what I'm saying the planet Earth, but also of the entire universe. So that just buttressed my feeling about originality, where it's like me demonstrating my own individualism is now I understand it's a part of my godhood. You know what I mean? It's a part of me being a god and being able to say, to have something in my mind and I'm able to manifest that into reality via my food, that's a part of my godhood. You know what I mean? Also, I would just say that, let me take another sip real quick, excuse me. Also, I would just say that in the hip-hop sphere, that was a very, 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 very huge part of the culture. Now, I was born in, um, in, in, in Delaware. You know what I mean? I spent a lot of time in New York. You know what I mean? People could say that I'm from New York. I spent a lot of time down south. Not as much as when I, you know what I'm saying, in New York. But I was really born and raised in Delaware, spent a lot of my lifetime in New York. My family's from Long Island, you know what I mean? So hip-hop is very much a part of my being. And a big part of that is really being original. Like, you know, there's a skit on, on Gangstar's Moment of Truth where you're talking about rappers is biting, doing da-da-da-da. Like, that was, that was language that you heard a lot back in the day. I was born in 1989. So... Growing up in the, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the, in the mid nineties, late nineties, it was, that was the thing. Like you did not bite somebody else's style. That's just what you did not do. If you was the man, if you was the best MC, if you was the best break dancer or whatever, tag or whatever that you was, and you biting somebody else's style, that was corny. Like we not, we don't do that. You know what I mean? So that, that kind of is really the foundation of what I feel about, um, originality now in the hip-hop world it's also being an mc it's like there's a certain level of technical skill that comes with being a great mc but what i really love about music in general but hip-hop specifically it relates a lot to food in the sense of you can make a great dish out of anything but we know what it's like when it's not right. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, you know, when a dish is not hitting or that verse is not hitting you. So if a person might say, give me your ideal verse, you might not be able to break down those components. But if you, when you, when you hear that track, when you hear that verse or when you taste that dish and you're like, oh yes, sir, this is the one, like this is, I, I really, I'm feeling this. It's rooted in the, to me, the technical and thoughtful uh, approach and creative activity that goes on with the production of that verse or dish. I think food and music are very much synonymous and they definitely can go hand in hand, especially when we're talking about hip hop and being a great MC. So <laughs> as we were touching on um, originality and the spiritual connection. So growing up and like my brothers, I went to school at culinary school, it could bear me witness on this where it's like, I used to listen to Kanye all the time. I used to, I used to wake up. My, my roommate Josh definitely tell you. I used to wake up to yeah. Shout out my bro Josh. I know we don't really connect like we used to and all that, but it's all good. That's my brother. I big salute the bro. You know what I mean. Salute to his podcast. Um, 
I forget the name at the moment. I'm sorry. And it's probably going to look like shade. But <laughs> salute to my bro. And when I find out this podcast, I'll make sure I put it in the description. You know what I mean? When I post it on YouTube, God willing. Um, Know your role player. And I, think, I don't know why. It's such a great name. You know what I mean? But it's like, his name is Know Your Role Player Podcast. You know what I'm saying? My, my bro, Jay Sounds, as we know him by. Anyway, I used to always listen to Good Morning of the Graduation album. You know what I mean? By Kanye West. I'm not going to imitate the sound. I was going to, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I used to wake up and listen to it every day. It was like my alarm. You know what I mean? That's how I got up. So I used to love Kanye. Like, well, I, I still do love Kanye. Love Kanye, you know what I mean? The great creativity from um, college dropout, you know what I'm saying, through the wire. Loved hearing that, man. I, I used to just, everything about Kanye West, you know what I'm saying, late registration, um, graduation, all the Kanye albums. And, then, and I think the pinnacle of Kanye really was my beautiful, dark, and twisted fantasy. You know what I mean? I felt like that was Pinnacle Kanye. I think that's generally accepted as a 10 out of 10 album from Bro. And I also was a big fan of Yeezus. Yeah, so there was a there was a video on Twitter. I'm pretty sure a lot of us have seen it. Where the person is breaking down this sample of PYT by Michael Jackson. May I lobby please? And how Kanye turned that into, I believe the song is Good Time by him and T-Pain. Hopefully that's correct. So when I heard it, I was like, dang, I, yo, I, I, I couldn't even tell that, th that he used that sample. You know what I mean? As I've gotten older in my life, though, I have to be honest. You know what I mean? I like sampling a lot less. Like, I, I just like sampling a lot less. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll break it down for this reason. In the restaurant world or in the culinary world, you can do something, what they call like a deconstructed dish. So if I, if I take a dish like apple pie or I take a dish like chicken pot pie, you know what I'm saying? Something along those lines. And I take the flavor profile of cinnamon, apple, sugar, you know what I mean? and like spice some other some other type of spice nutmeg different type of things like that and so let's say i make like a a, a cinnamon cookie and i make like a um a brown sugar apple ice cream you know what i mean and i might put like a creme anglaise on it or something like that that will be a demonstration of a deconstructed dish so the the pieces are a bit different or they're made different technically but when you eat the dish, you actually, you get the same pretty much, um, I guess, result when you, when you actually take in the dish. You're like, okay, wow, yes, that's, I, I taste these components in a different way, but I'm getting the same feeling of an apple pie or a chicken pot pie or whatnot. So to me, how I look at sampling, and then we, we could really start with the, PY, with the PYT or the Good Time sample from Kanye. We know that PYT is a banger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we already like it's it's plain as day that PYT is a banger of a song. You know what I mean? We know that apples and cinnamon go together. We know that. We know that chocolate and strawberries go together. We know that a hamburger with cheese that go together. You know what I mean? 
it don't really matter how you transform those pieces that combination which was discovered by whomever is now solidified and certified as a banger we we get that so you can like i said you can manipulate them in a different kind of ways and please don't get it twisted because i have brothers that make music you know what i mean shout out to my bro dre and dion i'm still waiting on that airplane mode too i know it's, it's coming you know what i mean but i know that one i know that sampling is a part of the game and i want to get to that and i know that um, it still takes a very creative and refined hand to produce and to manipulate a beat to the point where you get something new out of it almost and you can't even tell that this sample was used. I big salute that. And I'm not saying that Kanye West or anybody else that samples music doesn't have a creative bone in their body. That would be an outright lie. But... And I always, I always put myself in the category. I always put myself in the under under that same microscope. Whenever I produce a dish, okay, hold on. Before I get to, that, I want to get to sampling in hip hop. I understand that sampling in hip hop that's a part of the game. I get that. The difference between, let's say, a Ninth Wonder or even like a Swiss Beats or a Timberland, in comparison to a Kanye West is Kanye West is not only the producer, which for this, uh, for the context of this conversation is in the background, you know what I mean? You're also the artist, so you're the front man. So when I hear your lyrics and when I hear your beat, in my mind, I'm like, okay, yo, you cooked that. You made that. That was you, you, that came out of your creativity. So when I used to hear that, ooh, you know what I mean? On the good morning track, I thought that you had that sound come from your mind and you put that on the track. You dig what I'm saying? But like people that you know that, that are vocalists. So when you sample, so so even though you're like like Ninth Wonder and whatnot, these brothers could be, they could use samples, uh Primo, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to Gangstar. May Allah be pleased with our brother Guru. You're in the you're in the background, so to speak. So you're that's that's a part of your world to pull and to and to recreate and to do different kind of things like that. I'm here for that level of musicianship. You dig what I'm saying? I, I can respect that. But when you're the front man like a Kanye West, to me it's a little different when it's like, are right, you just pulled from these different samples? So or this is now it's culminating, it's this this point is culminating with this. Anytime, now I remember the first time I did uh, 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 what they call in the business a, it was, it was a, uh, it was a beer dinner. So a beer dinner, I'm saying a lot of my brothers that uh, I'm sure that have done this, I got a lot of friends in the corner field. Beer dinner is where you get, or wine, or cheese, you know what I'm saying? Like there are different types of things you could do, you could feature. But you're, you're, you're tasting the, the, the product that you want to pair. Typically it would be beer or wine. And then you're pairing it the chef is creating a dish around the beer to either give a complimenting contrast or it's just going to be complimenting it. So when you're when you're eating, you're taking a bite of the food and then you, you drink, you drink a little bit of your beer. You're getting a nice uh, in tandem level of enjoyment between your food and your beverage. It's not separate. You're not sitting down for a meal and having like Coca-Cola. 
You know what I mean? So my first opportunity to do a beer dinner, I was, I think I was probably about, I was probably about like 21, maybe 20. You know what I mean? A couple years out of, out of culinary school. And the first thing that I did, and I still, I, I, I remember my process at the time. The first thing I did, I went out and I sat down and I said, okay, I want to do some things that I've never done before. And I want to pair things that I've never paired before. And so as I'm sitting outside and just sitting also where I'm sitting at is playing into how I'm building the dish. You know what I'm saying? Sound, smells, different things like that is playing into how I want to create my components. So as I'm, I had this on um, what they call, I forget what the hell it's called. It's a very prominent book that lets you know complementing flavors with an item. So if it's like orange, but it's not the flavor Bible, it's something else. I forget the name of it. But so like you got like cherries, it lists like certain things that go with cherries and things like that. But so for me, I just used, I started with like techniques and then I would go ahead and fill in the different things as far as the complementing flavors to the beers that I was pairing. You know what I mean? And everything that I did came organically from my mind. I did um, I did a rye bread panzanella salad with like an espresso vinaigrette, had like pumpkin seeds in it and whatnot. So yeah, we was going into the fall season. That was my first time making rye bread. That was my first time making an espresso vinaigrette. I did a, um, I made my own marshmallow for the first time. I did a, a play on what they call, I was it was a play on hot chocolate ice cream, just being a little bit silver tongued as a chef with that. I think I made a chocolate tart, you know what I mean? So the 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 I believe it was like a four course dinner, and it was my first time. Um the crowd, you know what I'm saying? It was like 40, 50 people. Everybody loved it, you know what I mean? It got a standing ovation from the people, you know what I'm saying? Praise be to Allah. And it was a great success. I've also done what they call beer and grilled cheese dinners at this place called World Cafe. I'm not gonna give my whole history, but I'm giving an example of Whenever I'm conceptualizing a dish, I'm not going to be able to invent new techniques. As they say, there's nothing new under the sun. You know what I mean? So if I'm going to do a, if I'm going to do a creme brulee, or if I'm going to do a, a type of bread, or if I'm going to do a type of, uh, like a braise or something to that effect, you know what I mean? I, I remember I did. It was a, um, it was a dish I did with wonton skins and cheese, and I did like a blueberry barbecue sauce. So the dish looked very Asian, but then there was a blueberry barbecue sauce that was complimentary to the beverage. You know what I mean? Everything that I'm going to be doing, I'm imparting my own originality into it. You know what I mean? Using flavors that I don't know work, but in my mind, I have an idea and I can, and I can put it together and using my expertise to make a cohesive dish. You know what I mean? So when I when I heard that PYT sample from Kanye, and I guess this is gonna have to be a part two. When I heard that PYT sample from Kanye, I was like, oh man, okay. I wonder how many of those songs Kanye really sampled. And my, my bros, uh, Dre and Jude, they could bear me witness to this. Like I went on YouTube and I just like Google like or I YouTube Kanye West samples, 
And bro, I gotta be honest. Like when it, when you say like your heart was like ripped out of your you upset know of your chest, <laughs> or like the, the the child finally realized that Santa Claus is not real or whatnot. You know what I mean? That that moment for me, I was just I was hurt. I still haven't listened to Kanye a Kanye West song since that time. And so it's been like like three or four months since I I heard that. You know what I mean? So that was just very hurtful for me because I'm like, man, the spiritual connection that I got from songs like, like I said, the good morning. Um, I'm trying now. Now I'm like, I'm, I'm like drawing a blank. Let me go ahead and pull up Kanye on a uh, title real quick, just so I can get some of the songs that really, really stuck to me. Hold on one second. Yeah, just give me one quick moment as I just scroll through this real quick. Oh, right. Through the through the through the through the wire. Shaka Khan said she hated the song. <laughs> and she was like, if she would have known that Kanye West was gonna do what he did with it, she would have told him no. You know what I mean? But that wasn't that wasn't the most uh, egregious thing for me, even though it was like, okay, I like I had never before I heard when I heard through the wire the first time, I had never heard um the original song and then when i actually went back and listened to the song i was like oh wow like okay i see what she mean i think also two words i think was it was a was a significant sample you know what i mean um we know we already know that uh i believe stronger we already know that was a sample good like we already talked about um everything i am glory you know what i mean big brother when I, when I seen Big Brother, I, yo, I, it was like, I got shot. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, yo, when it went the, we know that these, that these flavors work. I know that chocolate and graham cracker, I know that it works. Chocolate, graham cracker, and marshmallow, that's a banger. I don't care if you give me a graham cracker souffle and a chocolate ice cream and a marshmallow, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like a, 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 a marshmallow, uh meringue type of situation those things work i know that the reason why it's hurtful for me with kanye is because i put you at a supreme level of creative ability i put you at I'm like yo nobody there's no producer like kanye yo he's he's just that guy he can't you know what i'm saying like nobody can nobody can top kanye as far as it goes with creativity and i'm like no, sir. Not after hearing that. Like, not, it's like, it's not original. You made your name off of remixing and recreating people's songs that was already hot. Now, a person that can sit back and say, well, Tony, that's what he was really passionate about, that Through the Wire song was very emotional for him. You know what I mean? I could jack that. I can, you know what I'm saying? I could get with that. I'm not, I'm not sitting back and saying again that Kanye don't got a single creative bone in his body. But when Kanye West says things like, I'm the Walt Disney or I'm the Picasso or I'm the this or I'm the that of this time. I'm like, no, sir, you're not. And listening to, uh, we was watching the uh, the minister's um, violin solo. I forget the exact show it was, but it allowed me to understand why composing these orchestras was such, why they were, why these guys are so revered. 
Because these things and what you're hearing is coming from their mind, their inspiration. When, I, when I'm thinking about a dish, like I said, if I'm looking at a certain type of plant life, or if I'm looking at, or if, or if I hear a certain kind of sound, I'm in a certain kind of environment, that's my inspiration. That's coming from God, as we're taught, as the, as the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan teaches. Every time you take in, take in a breath, that's inspiration. That inspiration is the God. So when that comes into your mind, when that comes into when you're trying to express yourself, if you're like, okay, I'm now going to channel my art through Shaka Khan, Michael Jackson, and et cetera, that's cool. But that does not put you at the penultimate level of creativity to me. You know what I mean? Originality is just a supreme level of importance to me in the hip hop sphere, in the art sphere, really in general in my in my life overall. If it's not original, I I can I can like it, but I don't put it at the top levels. You know what I mean? Now I'm I'm a big fan of Migos. I think the Migos really changed the hip hop uh, outlook, the paradigm, if you will, dramatically because of. The, Every bit and every way that they create and make music, they made their sound the standard of be, of what's being hot is. You know what I mean? Now, you could tell that they were influenced. You can tell that they were influenced by like a Gucci man, what that like their ad lib style. But if you really study the Migos and you study how they from the time that they came into the game with Bando and Versace and whatnot. To now, you can see that not only their originality, but their their footprint on the game is permanent. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up for this part. You know what I'm saying? This this segment. I'm gonna try to like I said, I wanted to stick to a half an hour. So just talked about art. We talked about originality, and so now I just have to break down. Unfortunately, I have to break down two more individuals and give my perspective on their contributions to us in, in art, creativity, competition, and black culture. Assalamu alaikum.